I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. All right, pitching matchups are officially set now for games one and two of the National League Divisional Playoff Series between the Padres and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 401 is the time. We have another half hour or so together here today. We're going to get more phone calls, including you out there, Gonzalo. Sorry for making you wait, but uh, you're going to be on in just a sec. Got to hear from Bob Melvin, though, his press conference, a little quick get-together at Dodger Stadium today. Hear what Bob Melvin had to say. Among the things he's going to say is that you, Darvish, is officially the Game 2 starter. I think we had surmised that earlier. So it'll be Clevenger against Urias in Game 1 tomorrow night at 6.30. It'll be Darvish against Kershaw in Game 2 on Wednesday night at 5.30. So that is the setup for the first two games of the series. Both the first two games, of course, will be played at Dodger Stadium. And then finally on Friday, postseason baseball returns to Petco Park as the Padres will host the Dodgers in Game 3 of the NL Divisional Series. There is no time set yet for that Game 3. Game 4, if necessary, will be played Saturday here in San Diego. And then the teams will go back up the freeway to Los Angeles for a winner-take-all Game 5, if necessary, on Sunday. By the way, uh, Scraby pointed this out to me earlier in our notes section of the preparation of the broadcast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Padres are undefeated in franchise history in winner-take-all games. They yes. are now 3-0 and in such games. Uh, the victories, uh, if you're wondering, 1984, Game 5 of the NLCS, when they defeated the Chicago Cubs on a base hit, tie-breaking base hit by none other than Tony Gwynn. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, I've heard of him too. Uh, the other uh, winner-take-all victory was the uh, Victory over the St. Louis Cardinals just a few years ago in the COVID season when the Padres took the winner-take-all game three. And then, of course, last night, no-no Joe had to settle for one hit, Joe. But that sounded pretty good after seven brilliant innings shut down the New York Mets. You want to hear something kind of bad, I guess? I, I mean, I pay attention to the game, obviously, and I had the game on the entire time. But when he gave up that hit, my friend was very upset, and I was like, why are you so upset about it? just a hit? Oh, you didn't know he, he had. Like, he was like, he was he's throwing a no hitter. It's only the fourth inning, though. I know, I mean, but he really, <laughs> he was really into the, yeah. the no hitter. That's somebody who was locked in. That yes. was somebody who was locked yes. in. All right, Bob Melvin. By the way, by the way, and I'm by the way, I'm I'm going to go against what I've been doing uh -oh. here the entire time. What's that? Because I I, I don't want to be critical of the ESPN broadcast because and say it was slanted in favor of the Mets, but. 
I and I don't have time to do this, but maybe somebody <laughs> does what has a lot of spare time. How many shots did they show on television of Buck Showalter versus Bob Melvin during the series? Oh gosh, about three thousand to ten. Seemed like they were showing Buck Showalter every time somebody came to bat. Bob Melvin, you hardly even knew he was there. Well, the the thing, la- yeah, but the thing last night that really bothered me about the broadcast, if we're going to go this direction, yeah, was when Edwin Diaz came out for the uh, second time in the series, and, and they made the biggest deal Followed about him his out trumpet. for the trumpets again. I'm like, what? This this is the second time he's made his appearance. Why are we making a big deal about the second time? The trumpets sounded really good to me last night because they were losing four nothing when he came out there. Yeah, so. it was like, what is happening? Here? I didn't mind hearing them last night. All right, I do want to hear what Bob Melvin had to say though. In his uh, pregame press conference, his day off press conference at Dodger Stadium. So here's a little bit of the Padres skipper. How much do you think of what you accomplished in New York and that momentum you can carry into this series? Yeah, look, anytime you have a series like we did there and move on to the next round, it makes you feel good. So we're just glad to be here. You've talked a lot about the reset for for your players, and some of them have clearly done that with Grishman Bell. Same thing for your ball club facing this Dodger team that's been a challenge all season? Yeah, zero and zero. We have to look at it the same way. Now they, you know, handed it to us pretty good this year, so um, we realize what we're up against. But I think it feels a little bit better now that we're not looking at the standings and 18 games behind or 20 games behind, whatever it was. Do you have your starting rotation set up that you can share with us? Yeah, we'll go uh, Cleb tomorrow, Mike Clevenger tomorrow, and you Darvish the next day. You're gonna go here on the right, AJ. And then beyond that, that's just yeah, we'll, to be we'll, determined. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. What What have you seen from Clev and maybe his last couple starts? That I mean, he's it's kind of been a roller coaster for him. What What leads you to be confident in tomorrow? Yeah, look, there have been some really good ones too, and I think you know, based on a little bit more rest every time, um, you know, he's been better. There have been games. I think he had the at home, pitch five, I, I believe, and had a low pitch count. Um, you know, we kind of look at a certain pitch count for him to where maybe the effectiveness tails off a little bit. But he's pitched some really good games for us. He's done it recently as well, and we always have confidence when he pitches. How is the five-game series with, with the off day maybe different from three three games in terms of constructing the roster and 13 relievers potentially versus what you had with 12? Probably so. We're probably right on with that. And then, you know, an extra starter. But it's, it's what we do, you know, position player-wise that we're still pondering at this point. And... Um, it's about it right now. Okay. Anything else for Bob? Okay. Over yep. here. In the back row. Hi, Bob. Um, Christian didn't start regularly against lefties during the regular season, but do you expect him to be in the lineup against Kershaw and Arias just after what he showed over the weekend? I do. Yeah. I mean, he's had a history of hitting lefties. Um, actually, some years better. So it's just all about how the quality of his at-bats are and what he means to us. He certainly had a, a great series, both at the plate and in the field. Even if, you know, production-wise, uh, offensively was down a little, he still makes up for it on the defensive end and on the run end as well. So I expect him to be out there, yes. AJ, hey, follow-up? wanted to ask about something that kind of got glossed over yesterday. Are you comfortable with Juan Soto's sacrifice bunting? <laughs> well, I think it was initially for a hit. And then if he moved the runner up, then he moved the runner up. I think that was his intent at the time. Have you seen, I mean, his last, that, that series, he kind of looked like more like what we saw from Juan Soto when he's really going well. Have you seen him starting to come around? I always have a good feeling when he's at the plate. And, and really, it's almost, you almost feel like if he has a couple of bad games that he's due. 
So he's been a prime time player in these type of scenarios and these type of series. Um, like I said, no matter what the bat looks like before, I always have confidence in him in, in the next one. Okay. Stay on the right. With uh, some distance between last night and today, have you talked to uh, Buck about the um, thing with Musgrove and do you plan to? He's a good friend of yours. No. Um, look, I. <laughs> He texted congratulations after the game, and I thanked him. And it, you know, we have another series coming up here, so for me, that's kind of water under the bridge now. The spin rate in postseason is up across the board. The adrenaline—is that? Can you speak to that and why that might happen? Yeah, I think exactly what you're talking about. You know, velo's up. I think across the board, like you said, you're seeing higher spin rates, and has a lot to do with pitching in the postseason. Anything else, for Bob? AJ. Bob, of all the people, of all the people that, that could kind of have that thrown at them in the middle of a game, like where you feel pretty confident when it's Joe that gets that challenge kind of sent his way? I do. And, and you know, we, we feel good about Joe in any situation. He's a tough guy. He's, you know, can pitch through just about anything. He's been a guy that's gotten off to a tough start and is able to recover during the course of games. So, yeah. Um, but I think it probably motivated him a little bit after that all right there's uh bo mel uh, bob melvin uh, doing an unbelievable job in his first year as the padres skipper now getting ready to take his team into la take on the dodgers uh game one tomorrow night 6 30 uh right here on 97.3 the fan i'm also hearing that wednesday now uh we are going to be broadcasting live out out and about at Alesmith brewing Ooh, company again so uh, we worked out so well last Friday that we're going to be broadcasting at Alesmith again this Wednesday for Game 2. We'll have more details as we go along on that. But uh, it'll be good to see everybody out there on Wednesday ahead of Game 2. And then, of course, Game 3 is Friday here in San Diego. All right, Gonzalo, thanks for waiting. Uh, you know, lots going on today, but uh, we appreciate you uh, being part of the program. Welcome to it. Uh, no doubt, guys. I'm, I'm just excited that the Padres are moving on. Um, it's just, I'm just reflecting on what Joe Musgrove did yesterday. It's actually legendary, man. You know, he's the first pitcher to give us a, a no-hitter, San Diego kid, alcohol kid. And then the performance that he gave yesterday was amazing. Um, I just have one question for you guys real quick. It's just, uh, regarding Jake Cronenworth, do you think uh, they should sit him on the first game against the Dodgers, or should you go ahead and play him? And just real quick, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working right now, so I just want to give a shout-out to all my my coworkers, the Wolfpack, and also Gigi and Nate for listening. Uh, I'll take your answer off there. Thank you, guys. Right. Thank you, Gonzalo. And Thanks, Gonzalo. Shout-out to the uh, Wolfpack and Gigi and Nate. Absolutely. Yeah, there's the shout-out. Uh, Jake Cronenworth is uh, not going to come out of the lineup uh, for game one of the series. Uh, I'd be shocked if he did. Uh, th- he did go over in the Mets series. but His defense I, is too good. Well, he's just too key of a player. You don't take out your key players at this time of year if they're going to slump for three games. I mean, you just that's not the way baseball works. So Cronenworth will be in the lineup tomorrow night. I will say this, though. He will be facing a left-handed pitcher in Urias and then Kershaw in game two. Uh, Cronenworth, as you know, bats left-handed. I would be surprised if he's batting in the number five spot uh, tomorrow night. Uh, We'll see what Bob Melvin does with that. 
Uh, he's got two lefties that he's facing. Obviously, Grisham is going to be playing, whereas he wasn't playing at the end of the regular season against lefties. He'll be in there now. Uh, again, it's going to come down to whether you – I would put Will Myers at first base again. Oh, he, yeah. he was so sensational last night defensively. Saved a run. Uh, saved at least a couple of runs. Uh, three outstanding defensive plays by Myers last night. Uh, and, and then you decide whether you want to go with Drury or Bell in the DH spot. Um, but who are you thinking about right now? I mean, Josh Bell hits that home run on the game one. Yeah, Brandon Drury has hit some pretty big home runs. I think he's going to go with hits. Bell. Uh, I I would guess it'll go with Bell, but I think that they'll move Cronenworth down in the order a little bit, uh, being as the lefty is starting, and probably move Myers up a uh, Myers up a notch. Um, we'll see. Uh, maybe Kim. You could even have Kim in the leadoff spot. Uh, it's happened many times this year against left-handed pitching where Kim has batted leadoff and Profar has batted down in the order. So uh, we'll see. Bob Melvin will crunch all the numbers and figure all that out, and we'll find out the starting lineup tomorrow along with the roster. Yeah. Because now, keep in mind, Clevenger is going to be on this roster. He so wasn't on the first go, yeah, roster, yeah. so somebody's going to have to be off the roster. Uh, Jaime, thanks for waiting down in San Ysidro. It's always a pleasure to come visit hey there, you fellas. How's down. it going? Good, Jaime. Very good. What's going on? Just to touch on that uh, little skid mark of a human being not talented enough to be a broadcaster <laughs> guy. They were yelling back and forth with Mad Dog this morning. Mad Dog's a huge Mets fan. He's defending Joe Musgrove, saying, are you accusing him? And he says, yes. Yeah. Accusing him of cheating. That's ridiculous. But anyways. That is ridiculous. Not, I'm so angry about that, by the way, in case you didn't know The bats are heating up. Perfect time to go. I honestly think we have a great shot at the Dodgers and uh, go Padres. Love it. I mean, always great hearing from you. I, I, I tell you, they do have a shot here. I mean, if nothing else, you're due against this Dodger team. And I like what Tony had to say earlier on the program, uh, talking about how they just played them better in the final series of the year this year. And that's going to be a big deal moving forward. I can't believe they've lost 23 of the last 28 games against this team. That is pretty team. insane. <laughs> I mean, the Dodgers have holes, don't they? I mean, I'm scouting the Dodgers trying to do it in a reasonable way. Yes, it's they're Max six, Muncy, seven, Cody Bellinger. Yeah, and they, but they're still dangerous. But I they know. both hit under 200, much like Grisham. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh-huh. you think that you could get these guys out. They're six, seven, and eight hitters, don't have, you know, averages at all. Um they have no bullpen right now. They have no closer right now. Kimbrell has been way off. Uh, he hasn't even been closing at the end of the season. Uh, I think it's a question mark for the Dodgers who will close games for them. Um, they, it's an imperfect team that won 111 games. So you would think that they'd, they would have no holes to win as many games as they did. But I agree. I see some holes on that ball club. Hopefully the Padres can exploit them. Let's check traffic. We'll come back. I have one final segment on the phones with you. It's been a good day. You guys have done a nice job out there. We appreciate it. More Gwen and Chris on the way. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, just a few minutes left before we get to Monday Night Football. 
Chrisello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Of course, Tony Gwynn Jr. is with us earlier. He's in Los Angeles getting ready for tomorrow. And uh, our coverage tomorrow uh, on this program, anyway, begins at 2 o'clock with Tony at Dodger Stadium. We'll be on uh, tomorrow from 2 to 5.30. Sammy Lev will have the pregame show. He'll be live at Dodger Stadium tomorrow night. He'll be joining us throughout the show tomorrow as well. He's going to have a lot of live uh Live hits from Dodger Stadium to get everybody ready for the game tomorrow night. So make sure you tune in early. And then, of course, uh, the game gets underway shortly after 6.30. And make, so, make sure you sync up your radio to the FS1 telecast. It will be uh, Mike Clevenger pitching for the Padres against Julio Rias of the Los Angeles Dodgers. A couple of quick notes, Scraby. Uh, you know, we are a sports talk show, and I know we're all Padres today, but uh, a couple of NFL notes. Carolina Panthers did fire their head coach today, Matt Rule. How do you feel about yourself, you and the 49ers, going in there and costing a man his job yesterday? Well, I mean, Matt Rule should have never been hired to begin with, so <laughs> I don't think this is the 49 You're not going to take the problem. blame for that one? No, You're no, not going to no. take the blame for that one? No, you one? know who, who should feel bad? Baker Mayfield should feel bad because he's the one who got him fired. Well, Baker Mayfield's going to be out a couple of weeks, according to sources. Who's he's got injuries. Now? I don't. It doesn't matter. Whoever it is isn't going to be a whole lot worse than Baker Mayfield has been. The other NFL note I wanted to get to, today uh really sorry for uh, rashad penny the uh aztec uh former aztec now seattle seahawks uh, sideline for the rest of the season fractured a fibula Ugh. in yesterday's loss the uh seahawks and the new orleans saints and speaking of the aztecs uh wasn't exactly the most stirring victory in program history but the young man's name is jalen maiden and what a performance he turned in. I like what I saw. This is, this is the Aztecs' fifth quarterback of the season. A couple of weeks ago, he was playing safety. What? I he didn't was, know that. Yeah, he was playing safety. played the entire game at safety a couple of weeks ago. Are you serious? The wow. Aztecs bring him in to quarterback against Hawaii, and all he does is complete 24 of 36 for 322 yards and a touchdown also leads them on a game-winning drive in the final seconds, and the Aztecs beat Hawaii 16-14. to That was a great performance by Jalen Maiden. Now My that goodness. I know that, yeah, he looked ju- like a quarterback. He looked really, really good out there. He's a junior. He's from Garland, Texas. He played really, really well, and you'll see what the Aztecs do moving forward at quarterback. But keep in mind, as a team – they had only thrown for 325 yards all season, and then Maiden in one game throws for 322 yards. This was a terrific performance from a guy that wasn't even on the radar at all. And your fifth quarterback of the year. So uh, nicely done by Jalen Maiden. Aztecs were able to even their record over the weekend at three and three. All right, do we have a? We don't really have time. Um. You want me to let Gilberto give the final word yeah. of the day? Yes, Gilberto, you got 45 seconds. Hola, muchachos, ¿cómo están? We've been crossing you Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, this is I, I, a couple of things. Bob Melvin for manager of the year because of the job he did. And one more thing, and that's a nugget for you guys. Whoever has beaten the Dodgers in the last six years has gone on to win the World Series. Mm. So if the Padres were to beat the Dodgers, 
they will be the favorites to win the World Series. <laughs> I, I mean, I believe in stuff like that. I do. I do. I hope you're right. Gilberto, Gilberto, how are you feeling about this series? You think the Padres are going to do it? Can they beat them? Well, I wouldn't like it because I like the Dodgers, but I think they have a great shot. Yes. I mean, oh. they're there. They're, anybody can beat anybody, like I told you last week. And mm-hmm. I'm so happy they beat the Mets. But it's going to be a great series. Enjoy it, people, because you don't get to see this very often. I'm really, really excited to see what's going to happen. And to tell you the truth, may the best team win. Gilberto, that is said very beautifully. Yeah, well Gilberto, is, uh, he's been a longtime listener to the show. He's also 100% right. Yes. Enjoy this, people. We don't get it all the time. It's only the fourth time in franchise history that the Padres have moved on in the playoffs. So just uh, revel in it. And let's see what happens starting tomorrow night. Don't forget, we'll be here with uh, the pregame, all the stuff. Tony will be in L.A. Sammy Lev will be in L.A. We'll have everything to get you ready for the game tomorrow. Program starts at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. So we will see you then for Tony Gwynn Jr., for Matt Scraby. It is Gwynn and Chris. We are so happy that you were part of the show, especially today. You guys did a great job out there on the phones. Padres and Dodgers tomorrow. Till then, enjoy a little Monday Night Football coming up next here on your home for Padre Baseball 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.